Okay, Peter, it's time again. Again, again. Uh, an equity talk. And I can see in the script we have plenty to talk about, but that's nice. Yeah, Thanks maybe some moving. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah, then we have to, uh, to cancel something on the way, but it seems like uh, stuff uh, stuff is moving again. Yeah. We have things to talk about. We have this whole uh, higher for longer theme in bonds, uh, in rates uh, affecting uh, equities. We have Novo Nordisk again, again, our darling here in uh, yeah, near Copenhagen. Yeah. At least it's a, it's a Danish company, so we feel a bit proud in here, I can say. And then we have the Q3 uh, earnings uh, starting this week. Yeah. Um, we had Louis Vuitton this uh, this morning starting out, but in the US we have banks, we have tech companies next week, we have ASML from the Netherlands, uh, Netflix, uh, everything. So plenty to talk about. But um, where do you want to start? Yeah, I think if we if we start with the higher for longer, that was really the big theme before we had the uh, the awful weekend with, you know, the Hamas attack yeah. in Israel and then the counterattacks in Gaza. And, you know, yields have gone from just below 5% back to 4, 4.5%, a little bit more than 4.5%. So the big oh. question is, is it going to be higher for longer now? And what about uh, all the geopolitical risk? So um, I think that uh, it's all down to, the, you know, the data is and and if you look at the if you look at the JP Morgan, I've actually stumbled upon these. They have something called now casting indices, where they actually try to forecast or now cast basically what is the GDP growth based right on a lot right now. Okay, yes, and that is actually going up in the US. Yeah, and has been going up for three months. Yeah, and it's going down a little bit for the global economy, but that's because of Europe and China. But I also saw uh, one of the. Um, a bank called Berenberg in Germany. They yes, they talked yes. in a note the other day that they they see signs that things are turning around in Europe. And on Tuesday next week we'll get the City W survey. Yeah. So I, I'm, is it higher for longer? I think it all depends on the data. But right now, and China is saying they want to uh, to do more fiscal stimulus. The Red Book that you you love is still yeah, at four percent. Yeah, retail sales rebounding. You yeah. know, it sounds pretty good. And there's also the job report we got uh, Friday yeah. last week was also. You know, a lot of jobs created, unemployment still very low. That rea- you know, that the first reaction was uh, yields up, of course, and then stocks down a lot because we're used to this. Uh, good news is is bad news. But then again, if you look at the report, and I listened to some interviews at uh, at CNBC, uh, some of the first reactions, they also say, okay, but but salaries are actually not moving up that much, zero point two percent for the month. So let's say a yearly increase of two to three percent. Isn't that pretty good? You know, why sell a strong economy? I know, yes, inflation is still too high, but if we get uh, wage prices a bit lower, 2 3%, that's good. People are not getting fired. Retail sales are pretty good. You know, let's say inflation is still 3%, 3.5%, but GDP is going up. Interest rates, yes, they are hybrid, but they're not getting a lot higher. What's the problem? You know, that I think that was the second reaction and the part we are in right now where it seems like maybe good news could be good news again? Maybe. I'm, uh, I, am I too optimistic no, here? No, no, I, I, I think there are a lot of people, at least in the equity market, that is, is actually thinking sort of those thoughts, um, Oscar. So um, yeah. I, I don't think it's unreasonable. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to the next FMC meeting. What will the Fed decide here? Will they actually do one more rate cut or will they just keep it? A hike. 
Yeah, would they hike or would yeah. they keep it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's see. I think that the ZW data on on Europe because Europe has really been uh, been weak lately. But um, yeah, let's see whether things are turning around. But we're going to talk about Novo because mm. they had a result today, uh, Oscar, mm. and. Um, they they're having all these different trial data. There's something on Alzheimer that hasn't been revealed yet. Today they announced, or was it yesterday? They announced after the market closed, uh, study trial study results on fatal kidney diseases. Yeah, where typically you have these uh, uh, dialysis uh, um, machines that you know filter the blood, uh, so you can actually function as a human being yeah. if you had that uh, if you have that disease. And it turned out they had to stop the trial. Uh, way earlier than expected because the results were so good relative yeah. to the mm-hmm. threshold. So, uh, so the, the stock is up three percent, and Fresenius Medical Care, which is the world's largest provider of these uh, dialysis uh, machines, down twenty four percent. They're destroying everyone. Yeah, yeah. They are or, or curing. Yeah, curing you. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's a True. good thing for for the patients. Uh, hopefully, unless we get some side effects we don't know about in in years from now, but. But again, for me, when when we look at Novo Nordisk, of course, it's the journey from, you know, diabetes to di- uh, diabetes two. That's you know, you know, that's more lifestyle uh, affected, uh, where they use these uh, GLP ones mm. instead of insulin. And now the next journey is this: we're going on on obesity, as we all know. But it's hard to know if it's the drug itself that's doing the difference, or people just losing weight and thereby getting healthier. You know, it seems like we all know that if you're weighing way too much, you have all of these other diseases coming. Yeah. And if we go away and semaglutid, as it's called, uh, the active drug in in we go if if that's working, which it is, that people are losing weight. Well, it, well, if that also then makes the side effect diseases from obesity go away, that's good. You know, you don't know if. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I, I, and I think actually, Oscar, that is potentially what could lead to down the road a scenario where governments around the world, especially in the uh, in the rich countries, they will basically say this is a, this is a drug that can save so much money in the healthcare system yeah. that it has to be available at scale yeah. for many people because it's not just cosmetic. It's not just uh, I don't feel good because I weigh 50 kilos it's too much. Yeah, it's it's spilling into all other diseases. Yeah. Uh, and of course, yeah, you have Novo, then you have Eli Lilly, and they they have, if you look at the pipeline of Eli Lilly, that's American, they have all of the same studies with, uh, you know, uh, cardio, cardiovascular diseases that was also, uh, you know, uh, getting affected by, by Wigowie, and they also have, I guess, this kidney study. But they are a bit behind, so they still need the official approval for yeah. weight loss uh, treatment, the market, the market, but the, the market is pricing in that they have a better drug. Yes. They just they just behind yes. on the trial on, on data. revealing all the trials. So Nordisk will not be alone. But but again, there are so much obesity in the world, both here in Europe and in the in in the states, in Asia also. Maybe they will use their own Chinese copy products. Who knows? But it seems like the market and the effect on the economy and the healthcare system is so big that it's it's enough for you know two players can can easily split that market without big big competition yeah. driving and down the prices on the products. And I just checked uh, Eli Lilly. I think it's just outside top ten of the biggest companies in the world on market value. Yeah. I think number eleven. Are they bigger? They're the bigger. They're number Novo? eleven. They're bigger. Okay. Than around a hundred billion dollars more in yeah. market cap. And Novo is number seventeen. Um, <sighs> I think I think both Novo and Eli Lilly will go into top ten and be major companies. But I also thought this um, 
this news that came out from Walmart on Friday, I thought that was really interesting. So they yeah. said, seasonally adjusted, we can see in the numbers that these obesity drugs are already impacting the consumption of snacks and, and, and beverages, right? Yeah. If that's yeah. true, it's quite extraordinary or because it's, it's so early a, days. It could be a bad excuse for lower sales, but, <laughs> you know, you never, how, how, how do they know if people are taking, are they taking the... the I don't you know, know. The, the, the product that we go with when they're at Walmart, I don't know. Of course, you know, yes, you can use it as an explanation. It could also just be consumer saving, you know, because I, think they, it's I don't know. It's difficult at this point yeah, to isolate But it's a fun story. Yeah, it is. It's like the one you told with the uh, airlines that are going <laughs> to save a lot of money because people are weighing less. It's a good story, but you don't know the real impact, no. I guess. No. But, but again, another positive effect. So it's just a never-ending good story for them, you have to say. Okay, so uh, next uh, week and already on Friday, we have these banking uh, earnings. I believe we talked about them also last week, that it's it's mainly what they say on on the economy. Yeah, Again, it uh, is. is it that strong? Uh, how is uh, credit cards doing? Uh, loan failures, all of this, all of this insight you can get. Uh, that's at least interesting to, to listen to on Friday. And then also, I mean, if you look at some of these banking stocks, not only in Europe, but also the American ones, mm. I mean, if it's truly higher for longer and it's because the economy is good and we don't slip into a recession, I can't help wonder whether some of these banking stocks should actually rally pretty hard. Because, I mean, look at JP Morgan, yeah. 20, 20% growth expected both on the top line and the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about American Express in a, in a few minutes and basically the same story yeah, because yeah. of high rates. Yeah, and you're right. And if... You've been talking uh, also on, if you look at checkings accounts and savings accounts in, in the state, they have been near zero interest rates still. Maybe they're a bit higher now, but if they can take in you know capital at 0% interest from consumers uh-huh. in, in the US, and then they can put them uh, in the central bank for five and a half, it's a pretty good business. That's a pretty good business model. Yeah. Even if you you know you don't even have to loan out the money, you can just uh, replace them and then make a lot of money. Maybe you will see higher competition for that capital. That would be a natural way that some bank will come and say, okay, we pay two percent or three percent or whatever, and then the margin will will go a bit bit lower. But it seems like banks like JP Morgan that are so big and you know has such a good brand that people after they don't move. They, they don't, don't move they don't because move. they 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 want security yeah. rather than than a percentage point more uh, in in interest. So it seems uh, pretty good for at least the the larger big 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 cap uh, uh, banks. And then maybe we'll see we will see some issues at the smaller banks. You hear about that from time to time. That also, if you look at uh, these uh, credit card uh, delinquencies, uh, yeah. that's yeah, how yeah, you yeah. say. And auto loans, how many failures do you have? It's it's mainly a problem at the at the smaller banks compared to the larger banks. And also very regional based, yeah, I yeah, think, in yeah, the US. Yeah. But Oscar, we're going to talk about next week's earnings because Wednesday is the big day. Tesla, ASML, and Netflix. Mm. And uh, I think Tesla is, uh, that's an interesting one. Of course, it's one of the top two, top three most traded single stocks at Saxo, probably in the entire world. Mm. Um, they recently cut their prices again. And... In the beginning of the year, it was really spun like this was really a sign of strength. Tesla was so good, they could cut prices first and basically kill the competition because they were so good. Mm. Now it seems like the, the tune is changing a little bit from analysts. Like they, most of them are saying, ah, it's not so good. 
and their sales, I think sales volume was down 9% in China yeah. uh, last month, and now they're cutting prices. Um, but the share price is still very high. So um, I, I really wonder how what we will get out of this uh, earnings release. It's all over the place, that stock. Totally. You know, it's it's moved by sentiment in, in the market and much comments. Rates. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 more that than than actually delivering cars. But of course, it's uh, I don't know exactly where the expectations are. And they, they already they, they came out with deliveries, I believe, already, right? Yeah. Uh, as you say, a bit a bit down in in China, but they they almost overtaken by BYD now. Everyone expects yeah. that. So when when this current quarter, the Q4 is is done, BYD will be the biggest battery electric vehicle maker in yeah. the world. Yeah. Which is in itself is a pretty big headline. Yeah, it is. And and it also means, you know, that of course if you're in China and you're the Chinese government, why shouldn't you support Chinese people buying your own cars instead of importing them from from the big states? You know, it, it makes sense that or, or let an American company produce them in China. I mean it's not because yeah. China and the US is uh no, on no. good terms. No, so. exactly. Exactly. And then uh, ASML, that's something that I'm uh, looking forward to. This Dutch, uh, you can say, microchip machine maker. Mm. So I guess many, you know, most people know knows the story, but they make the machine that you use to, to say, produce the very advanced microchips yeah. uh, on. So their, their, their biggest customer is TSMC yeah. uh, in Taiwan, which is the contract manufacturer for NVIDIA. Yeah, and so, Apple as so, well. And Apple as well. Yeah. So NVIDIA, you know, more AI chips for the AI boom or more iPhone sold means more demand for TSMC, which means more demand for ASML. That's that's the supply chain. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can see, I, I believe at the, at the last call, they were saying they are seeing some weakness uh, in some parts of the microchip industry. Again, it's a big spectrum. You have uh, not so advanced chips for, you know, simple phones or, uh, you know, I don't know, a, a, a fridge or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the very advanced ones that goes into uh, advanced military, goes into the new iPhones, uh, stuff like that, that's super compact chips. So I think you will hear some weakness, but what I think is most important is looking at these uh, extremely ultraviolet machines. So the very expensive one that they are producing. Because that's, those are the ones that are used for the AI chips, I think, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, for NVIDIA's uh, GPUs. So so it's you probably will see some weakness in their older machines that are producing less advanced chips, but 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 the most important thing is the is the new ones because that's where the money is made. I think it's... I don't have the numbers here, but let's say it's maybe 10% of the volume, these extremely ultraviolet machines, but it's more than 50% of the profit. So, so that's the really important story. So we could end up, they report, by the way, in the morning before the market opens in Europe, so that we could actually end up that you read a headline that is weak, mm. but then when you drill into the numbers and you look at the specific set segment related to AI, if that's doing well, better than expected, yeah. then it could actually be a positive reaction, right? I think so because we you would expect so. that the you know the old, the uh, the less advanced machines they will pick up when the consumer feels better and we buy more iPhones or not more iPhones but yeah, more yeah, the, but the simple that's consumer more the cyclical thing yeah. you yes. can say for for everyday uh, electronic stuff but but the big case is that they have this natural monopoly they're the only one that can produce these super advanced extreme ultraviolet as they say machines so that's really the the case that's why you are in ASML that's because of that product we love monopolies. Yeah, especially when they uh, technology monopolies. Yes, that's that's very very good, right? Uh, Netflix. What yeah. do you think about that? Do you watch Netflix yeah. any longer? Yeah, still. 
I actually think you know I, I can just look at my uh, my usage. I have some you know I have HBO, I via play a Danish one, a Swedish one that's doing very very bad. Yeah. Uh, I have TV2 here, and then I have Netflix. And actually, at the moment, I use Netflix the most. Okay. And via play, I don't use at all. So I actually, I think they have quite good content. Again, they are. It it it. I think it's extreme to see how much content they're actually producing. Also locally. You know, just in little Denmark here, they have local uh, series, they have a local movie. Right now I'm watching a German um, a series called Lieber Kind. It's very good. Okay. It's, I watched the first three episodes and I'm, I'm, you know, it's just a series for me. It's like, you know, uh, what you use, uh, not Nordic Noir, but like crime. It's like a bit like the Natasha Campus. Okay, but you know, it's something but, but, getting, but it's just to say they they do have good content and better than the competition. I I believe, and that's uh, what's driving users, of course. And I think the local localization of content yeah. production, I think, is a key competitive advantage over Disney, Via Play, yeah. HBO, etc. They're out there in the world. Yeah, and then I mean, Squid uh, Game uh, season two is coming soon. You know, Squid Game, yeah, the Korean I saw, one. I saw, that I saw, I saw the first version, and I, 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 don't I think it was pretty good. Yes, uh, but you need to uh, adapt to the language. Yes, because Korean can sound, not to to say anything bad about Korean, but the language can sound a bit strange compared to Danish. Yeah, but it was a very good series. It, it was. We should, uh, in terms of the numbers, yeah. so the the revenue growth that is expected for Q3 is eight percent, up from three percent in Q2. So if everyone remembers back a couple of quarters ago, I think late. 2022, everyone hated Netflix. Mm. Free cash flow was going down. Production was bad. They didn't have any blockbuster TV series. Everything was wrong, right? Then when we started the new year, they came out. You know, we're gonna uh, we're gonna crack down on uh, password uh, sharing, password sharing, yeah. and we're going to roll out this advertising business. So we have a new model where you can actually watch Netflix for free, but you then have to see a lot of advertising. Is that launched anywhere? Um, you know that it's not in Denmark. I think it's, it's still, it's still it, maybe I, I have to come back on that yeah, one. I, yeah. But it, it's coming, and you can just see. I mean, the, the business has rebounded. You know, earnings per share are up, uh, expected to be up forty percent year year and year. And I think actually this advertising business model is going to be super interesting. They, mm. the expectation is that Netflix could actually become a, you know, a top ten advertising business in the US yeah. because of this. They have a lot of users, but I, I think. I look at that business pretty simple. They have to control their their cost and their finance and their budget, and then they need the best content. And on the content part, I can just say for me, it's uh, it's better than it has been in a long time. Great. So, so uh, that that's why I'm positive. Great. Last talk. Yes, American Express. Yeah. So uh, yeah, again, you write here that that they are expecting uh, earnings growth of twenty percent because of the high interest rates. So. Pretty crazy. I guess that that's uh, it's the same category. story. Same story. Bank, yeah, exactly. Same story as J.P. Morgan, right? Mm. Higher earnings, earnings per share growth, and the focus is on these uh, credit delinquencies. Mm. That's it, Peter. That was a long one, but also a lot to talk about. So, yeah, interest rates important to look at. Novo Nordisk again. We are celebrating in Copenhagen. Should Ooh. come here if you're not Dane. Yeah, good, sure. a, good atmosphere, even though it's dark and cold. Uh, and then a lot of earnings to uh, to look at. Great. See you next week. See you next week.